0: I cannot believe I have COVID. What's up, what's up, my beautiful people? It is your girl, Katie, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast you're obsessed with. It is the Uncovered Podcast. I think I am on episode, what, five? Five. Because I know it's been a little minute, so I'm trying to make sure I'm keeping up with what episode we're on, and it, it's it been a, a little wild ride. Did you miss me? Because I can't lie, I've been missing you guys, I've been missing just not being able to get to Uncovered, and it's no excuse, but I kind of do have a really good excuse, because let me tell you, your girl has been under the weather And I mean, I can't even lie, I've I have COVID. And it's been really challenging and it's been such a learning curve and a learning process for sure. And I'm just so thankful that I finally feel back to myself. Cause for a little couple of days I was down and out, just not able to do anything whatsoever. And so now I thank you, Lord, by the grace of God, I am back like I never left. And I'm just trying to take it easy and make sure that I am shit taking it one day at a time, really, because that's the best, really, that's the best way that I can even kind of move forward at this point. When I first found out, I was literally in denial i told my mom i'm like no mm -mm. they manipulated my test there's no way in hell that i could be positive for covid and i literally had just taken a test that was negative and then here here comes this test talking about it's positive you know and that was when i first took the test um the, the one that was negative that was my first time ever getting tested for covid and so you're telling me when i actually do get tested then a couple of days later literally within like two days i came down with COVID. i'm really not even i can't even make this up like i'm not sure how i got exposed or whatever i went four-wheeler riding i mean damn can i just have some fun i literally went four-wheeler riding i thought it was just my allergies you know, I'm allergic to pollen, so me and Helen and being outside inhaling pollen and all that um, dust and dirt and junk that was just kind of in the air, I thought that's what you know I had in my system that needed to kind of just pass through, and so I wasn't thinking nothing of it at all because I don't get sick. Let me just say that I do not get sick, I cannot even. Well I can remember the last time I was sick which was so long ago. I mean years ago when I used to live with my mom and that was years on years on years ago and I think even then I had maybe strep throat because I can kind of remember me laying in the bed and my mom having to check on me. That's how young I was at that point. I mean well let's be honest my mom had to check on me now and I'm the age that I am now but I'm just saying I actually live with my mom and I was very much younger back then so that was the last time I literally got sick so for me to come down with anything at this point I was definitely calling my mom like I don't know what's wrong with me cuz I I live a pretty good, solid, healthy lifestyle. I mean, I work out often. I, you know, try to make sure that I am monitoring the things that I put in my body. So I, this just literally blew me by surprise for sure. And I guess God told, said that I needed to sit my butt down. Cause I mean, I'm an outgoing person, you know, I love to meet new people and be out and about and go to different functions and things of that nature. So even when I found out, I was I was in denial. I was surprised as hell. But at the same time, I know that it's not just too far from, you know, a possibility because I do be out and about. But don't get me wrong, I be very cautious and I try to make sure that, you know, I am very careful in my surroundings and making sure I wear my mask and all of those good things right there. But I know that I do be out in these streets a little bit here and there, moving around more frequently than probably a regular person, you know, with throughout this whole COVID fiasco of a pandemic. And so for me to, Only finally get it now I mean I guess It was just bound to happen I'll just thank God that it wasn't Too terrible of a process Because I was only really down and out Only about a couple of days And so (sighs) Hmm okay But um Yeah thank you Lord What is this You know every time It's like as soon as I'm Busy then messages want to pop up so annoying but anyway um so yeah I'm just thankful that I am back and I'm better and I'm just trying to make sure that I stay well stay healthy so oh it's been it's been a very interesting um last couple of weeks for sure and And just having to be quarantined and isolated, it really does um, reveal to you how alone, you know, you can be. I mean, I already live by myself anyways. I live alone. So I'm always alone. So that's not anything that's new to me. But when you can't have company, when you can't leave the house, really, you can't, you know, be entertained, it's. It's very different, especially with me being someone who loves to be around people, especially my family, my friends, people that I love. My little pumpkin, my little pudding, I have not been able to see her and that has literally been driving me up a wall because I miss her so much. And so I'm just like, goodness, literally having to sit in the house and not go anywhere and not do anything and excuse me because I know that you could probably hear my stupid little um smoke detector going off it needs to be fixed it's getting on my nerves but I really wish that um <clears throat> I didn't have to just be so a uh, quarantined you know but I definitely understand and i you know, literally just lock myself in my apartment and don't move around, don't go anywhere because I'm not trying to affect anybody because all the horror stories that I've heard from this, it's not even worth putting anybody else at risk at all, especially if it's going to be my sister and her, you know, having to take care of Pumpkin and she already was feeling a little ill. So I'm just, you know, holding it down, nice and alone, you know, just here. Lonely a little bit, but it's fine because I have FaceTime. I have text messages. I have phone calls. I have social media. I have my journal. I have my podcast. So there really is no reason for me not to be productive at this point because I can't work. I can't do much that pertains to stepping outside of this house. So Um, me being productive is really the best, um, thing that could come out of this really. And with that, I've been just catching up on different shows and movies. Also literally been watching the show single ladies. Now that is, it's such an old show, but that used to be, that used to be my show. I really love that show. It's so cute and just all about fashion and, um, dating, nightlife, love life, and I, I've just been watching that show and it's so cute and funny because I think what's her name? Damn it, <clears throat> I forgot. But the one the 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 um, character that Stacey Dash plays, she has like this cute little apartment. Well, actually, her and Lisa Ray, which is her name is Keisha Green on the show, they have like this cute little high rise apartment just overlooking like the city. And it literally reminds me exactly like my, one of my goals because I really want to have like this high rise like um, apartment just overlooking the city where it's like all these, um, what is it, um, windows that just overlook the city and it's just like a beautiful view and I really, that's like something that I really want for myself even though I know that is like, insanely expensive money for no reason, but it's the view. If I could just find me like a sugar daddy or (laughs) I don't know, I just come into some money or something, then, you know, I gotta make that shit happen. Cause I mean, I can't, mm, I mean, yes, yes I can. I can see me paying to stay in something like that, but it would have to make a lot of sense. And shit, is what I want. So fuck it. I really love, love, love that little show because it's just so cute. So I've been watching that old little show. But I also, um, of course, I watched uh, Without Remorse, the movie with Michael B. Jordan, which I thought was pretty good. It was really intense. And I just think he's a really good actor anyways. So um, Lauren London, you know, she had a little cameo in the part, but I mean, in the movie but you know i think every woman really wants a man kind of like michael b jordan's character in a sense where he will stop at nothing to avenge his family that shit is so damn sexy i mean that's not in a man like if you don't have that type of quality then you what type of man are you If you're not trying to avenge your family, if you're not trying to protect your family, if you're not going to do whatever it takes to um, rectify the situation, to find out the information that you're looking for, especially if something happens and you have no clue what the hell happened, I need that man to stop at nothing. You know and so i just really liked the um overall premise of the movie because he was a badass and every woman wants a badass <laughs> i'm not saying you got to just be jumping in front of bullets and jumping and burning cars i'm not saying all that but i mean if you're highly trained and in, in all that type of shit, that shit is so sexy look you are trying to defy the odds of death and it's really, it's really superhero-ish, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, but I thought that was a really, really pretty good movie. So at least, you know, just don't give up easily and get the answers that you're looking for. You know, so, yeah, he really valued their relationship, obviously. I mean, they were married and she was pregnant. So if you're not trying to avenge your family, bro, what are you doing? What? But anyway, um, I know this is kind of old news. I think it was maybe like a week or two ago. But I know they were talking about Drake being in the news about um, messing up this eight-year Relationship and the man, the man who was a part of the relationship, obviously, he, I guess, he was blaming Drake for messing up their marriage. And there's not really not too many details about what happened in the relationship or how, you know, she, I guess, stepped out on him, but obviously she stepped out on him and had an affair with Drake. And it's like, sir, how are you going to be blaming Drake for your uh, lack of follow through? That's what it comes down to. Drake is just existing at this point. I mean, you cannot be mad at the third party. And I get tired of people who do that. People always are trying to get upset and mad at the The third party, the person who is not in the relationship and you're trying to blame them for ruining the relationship or messing up the happy home. But really, how happy was the home if this person stepped out on you anyways? I mean, we, there has to be some accountability. That's basically what I'm just saying. Because if this woman has been in a relationship with this man for eight years, And you mad saying that somebody else came in and destroyed your relationship. You wasn't even trying to be committed to this woman. Let's just put that out there. Eight years in a relationship and you ain't did nothing. But you mad because, I mean, she probably didn't even let this man know that she was in a relationship. Why would she? At that point, she probably don't even feel like she's in a real relationship because you have not even taken it to the next step. And that's what also annoys me, too, because it's like we as women, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) end up having to somewhat relinquish our power to the opposite sex in hopes and expectations that they'll be ready and they'll choose us. That shit is annoying as hell, because then situations like this happen where you just been coasting in this un. Identified on um, what? What's the word I'm looking for? There's no destination. There's no. There's no um, understanding of what the hell y'all are doing. And then, you know, a woman ends up making a move, or someone you know in the relationship who's tired of waiting ends up making a move and now you're upset and you want to blame people for ruining your relationship how good was the relationship if you haven't even taken the time to make sure this person understands how important they are in the relationship that's what I'm just trying to figure out and when I think he had Drake had put a caption like no remorse (laughs) kind of interesting that it says no remorse because I love it. What type of remorse is he supposed to have? What type of regards for regard for any of any anyone's feelings is he supposed to have? I'm just trying to figure out because it's not up to him. I mean, he's a single man living his life. And if she appears to be this single woman living her life, then it's really nothing that he can do, but just enjoy the time together. And i think the man had went on social media and was putting like all this little sappy stuff on there and it's just like sir come on no you need to be professing your love to this woman and if you really have if you really want her fucking step up <clears throat> i mean i learned a while ago that you could not make a man or a woman but especially a man right because it seems like men are always the ones that are in control of the relationship on whether it's going to be taken to the next level and that shit is annoying because otherwise they'll feel like women are um uh what's the word are giving them ultimatums and you know men hate when women give ultimatums but a lot of times women feel that is the only way to get a reaction out of a man because they don't know what else to do. Men will just kind of coast and coast and coast, and not have any type of um, sense of urgency whatsoever. And I'm not understanding that. And so, oftentimes, it feels that they are in control of where where the the relationship is going. And if you are, well, my point that I was going to make earlier is that I learned that, um, a man is either ready or he's not. There's really no like forcing a man to be ready or making, you know, giving him an ultimatum to be ready. That's just ridiculous. Even when a woman does give an ultimatum, it's really just, um, telling him like, I'm serious. So either you're going to at least try to you know, portray to me that you're trying to move forward in a real serious way or stop wasting my time. And a lot of times men will keep women, you know on that little carrot type of chase. And I I just don't get it. It's like, stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting people's time. And I'm just, ugh, I've, I've had my time wasted before and i'm just not with it at all i'm not about to allow anybody to waste my time like that ever again so drake he out here doing his thing young man who out here trying to act like he's so damn hurt boy please okay get grow some fucking balls and learn how to speak up oh It just annoys me that people do not know how to communicate. It is so frustrating. Why is it so hard? I'm just not understanding. Why is it so hard? I mean, that's literally like toxic, toxic people in their traits, just not being able to communicate, not being able to open up, not being able to be transparent. I had to ask this guy the other day, like, do you know the difference between being honest And transparency, because those are two different things. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't understand the difference. I should not have to ask you for the truth. That's being transparent. Now, being honest, of course, everybody loves honesty and we want and appreciate honesty. But being transparent, providing information that otherwise may not be known is called transparency. And that's the difference between being an upstanding, good person to date, and an immature person who still needs to work on themselves. Literally, but we have to let this toxic, um, these toxic traits go. It's only so, um, it's only so long that you can hold on to saying that. Um, you know, you weren't taught this or you know, you were exposed to this when you were younger. You know, I mean, I get it. Everything that you've experienced, everything that you've been exposed to, everything that you've witnessed has shaped you into the person that you are today. But you also have to be very intentional as an adult and as a assumingly mature person that you grow in your ability to communicate and effectively um become a person of quality for real time is out for all this controlling manipulative behavior because i feel like oftentimes people who the the toxic people are the ones who a lot of times have these controlling behaviors these manipulative behaviors and You know you try to control people in the relationship by not knowing what you want not being certain not um you know expressing yourself and it is not that hard i don't know why people make it so hard to express themselves it's like they're afraid of the truth don't be afraid of your own truth I cannot be afraid of my own truth. At this point, I cannot. For what? You can't be afraid of hurting people's feelings cuz it's just life. When you hold on to trying to you know, keep yourself from hurting other people's feelings, then you ultimately just hurt your own feelings. You you put a muzzle on yourself and now you look back and you just been you're miserable. And nobody deserves to live a miserable life. I'm just saying. Like I know I refuse to live a miserable life and I refuse to deal with somebody who cannot communicate and somebody who's toxic and somebody who's controlling, you know, and that's another thing. It's like, why is it so difficult for people to stop allowing people that mean them harm to be so present in their life? If a person is showing you who they are, Why is it so hard to believe them? Believe your eyes. It's like you see how they are. You see what they're doing to you. You see that they don't change. You see that they lie to you and tell you this one thing just so they can get back in your good graces. And then the next thing you know is back the same. You see that they haven't even taken the time to you know, develop themselves and make themselves into a better option for you anyways. So why are you allowing them time? Why are you gracing them with your time? Why are you rewarding them with your time? It just absolutely drives me up a wall. Like, oh, the stories that I be hearing, I be like ready to pull my my hair out. <laughs> I be ready to um like, just, I just be having to tell them like, stop, just stop stop talking I cannot even listen anymore like I cannot hear this crazy wild ridiculous story it's irrational it's not logical and people make so many irrational decisions especially when they think they're in love but my thing is there's a difference between being stupid and being in love Being in love is not supposed to hurt, and it's not supposed to be controlling, it's not supposed to be manipulative, and a damn show ain't supposed to be toxic. When all of those things that I just said are in play, then that's called stupidity. That's called um, toxic. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why I'm trying to come up with another word, because that's just the word. It's toxic. as hell. And there's no excuse. There's none. Not as an adult. Not as somebody who can choose to make better decisions and you keep making the same wrong decisions over and over. You know that's insanity. You know that. I just be wanting my people to make smart decisions. I be wanting my people to be just in love and have good, positive stories to tell and good memories to think back on, and just wonderful relationships. I want my people to have that. I want to have that. But we cannot as a community have that if we continue to make excuses for people and ex- and continue to just accept people and their bullshit. It's not acceptable. It's unacceptable. And I refuse to accept anything less than i just don't get it i really just i really don't i really don't and you know oftentimes it takes taking your access away from someone for them to really appreciate you and what you have to offer you know and i I really wonder why that is why does it take for a good person to take their access away from someone for them to finally recognize how important that person is to them. Because I've noticed that in my own life, where it's like you take your presence away, you take your access away from someone, and then all of a sudden, now they want to communicate with you. Now they want to open up, and they've never been willing to open up before. Now they want to Um, you know, try to tell you about these different things. And it's like the wildest thing. It's the wildest thing. It's the wildest thing. But a lot of times that's what it takes. And I am a firm believer in, I guess you could say, um, punishing people, you know, like you have to treat people, you have to teach people how to treat you. If you don't teach them how to treat you, they will continuously do whatever the hell they think they're supposed to be doing, even though it don't make any sense and they don't have any rational thought behind it. Because, I mean, it's amazing to me how many people just be out here doing things and they have no real understanding or thought process behind why they're doing what they're doing. Makes no sense. But again, a lot of times you do have to take, um, you have to take certain actions to create, or to hope that you will create, um, you know, a positive reinforcement behind that, because otherwise, if you just allow it to keep continuing how it already has been going, it's just it's nothing but pure. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Just dang it. What's the word I'm looking for? It is um hmm. Torture. That's really what it comes down to. Torture. Dealing with people who don't even know how to deal with themselves. They cannot be honest with themselves. They cannot be real with themselves. And so you ultimately end up suffering because you don't know how to appease them. You don't even know you can't because they don't even, they can't even be honest with themselves. Excuse me. So it's, it's, mm -mm. I'm a firm believer in just creating that separation is so important to and uh, I'm just—I just got hot, like so freaking hot right now. But um, yeah, just keep that in mind, folks. Keep that in mind. If you need to um teach somebody how to treat you, do that shit. Don't don't allow it to just keep. Boiling over it. It's just not even cool at all All right, beautiful people, I am going to wrap this thing on up. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast you're obsessed with. It has been another episode of the Uncovered Podcast, and I just appreciate you rocking with me. I really, really do. Pray for me, okay? Pray for my healing. Um, I will be praying for each and every one of you, everyone who has been through COVID. Look, we, we here. Okay, I am with you and I am praying for you. Pray for me Um, again. I appreciate you for tuning in. Definitely stay tuned for next week's episode. Episode six coming to you very, very soon. And until then, holla at your girl.